slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today as we talk Islanders hockey, and lots to talk about on today's show. First of all, the first month, believe it or not, of the hockey season is behind us. We will talk about the Islanders' best players in the month of January. Also, uh, we will have the latest on the Islanders and different aspects of this team as they try to deal with the situation concerning COVID-19 and how this is going to affect them. And we'll talk a little bit about uh, the Islanders' defensive zone worries, which are very uncharacteristic of a Barry Trotz team, but have been plaguing the Islanders during this five-game winless streak. So lots to discuss, and, and we'll get to all of that, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more. If there's something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment about something we've talked about, or uh, a topic you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your name and where you're from, we're more than happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, the Twitter handle, at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. And we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. All right, so let's start with this. Obviously, uh, January is in the books. And let's talk about the Islanders' three stars of the month for the month of January, and we're going to start with the third star, and to me, that has got to be Noah Dobson. Now, again, this only counts with games up until the end of January, so, you know, January 31st, which was Sunday, which is actually the last time the Islanders played. Dobson, I, I think, has really stepped up, and he's playing more uh, minutes every game. You know, last year he was the uh, the guy who would play 12 minutes, 15 minutes a game as a defenseman, clearly the lowest guy on that uh, totem pole. And, and no, he's not at the top now, but he's certainly uh, going over the 20-minute mark, what is it, in, in three of the first nine games for the Islanders. He has done a very good job uh, on the power play and has just added a spark to the Islanders, uh, e even though, you know, the power play itself has struggled at times. But Dobson is the power play quarterback. 
and he really does seem to be getting much more comfortable and confident in the NHL, and to me, that is uh, an excellent sign. You know, you got to remember this kid, still only 20 years old, and I, I think that his future in the NHL is a very bright one, and the Islanders are fortunate to have him stepping in and developing this quickly. You know, there was a big concern when Devon Taves was traded. That wasn't a popular move, but it was necessary because of the salary cap. And now the second star for the Islanders during this uh, month of January for me, uh, Matt Barzal. And Barzy really, you know, he he worried all Islander fans last month when he started out holding out from training camp. Not necessarily holding out because he wasn't really under contract, but right now through nine games, you know, Matt Barzal, first of all, is the only Islander with more than a point a game, ten points in nine games. The Islanders have scored 19 goals. Barzi has 10 points. That means that Matt Barzal has been either the goal scorer or the assist man on more than half of this team's goals. He has a four-game point streak, and realistically, uh, he's going to be the centerpiece right now of this team offensively. So, no matter how you slice it, Matt Barzal, probably the only player among the forwards who is exceeding expectations. And quite honestly, it's been a while since the New York Islanders have had a consistent point-a-game forward. And it is a very big thing that Barzal is off to this kind of a start. And hopefully uh, that will spread to some other members of the forward lines. Meanwhile, to me, the number one star for the Islanders in the month of January got to be Simeon Varlamov. Varlamov really, look, the Islanders have yet to win a game for Ilya Sorokin. Varlamov has two shutouts so far already this year, and that is, uh, you know, an excellent sign. And... He's done a very good job of limiting rebound and second chances, which is something that Sorokin needs to work on. And the fact of the matter is, right now, this team is comfortable and confident when Simeon Varlamov is in goal. Right now, in six starts, Varlamov is 3-2-1. and one. He has the two shutouts, but look at this. Goals against average, 2.00. And the save percentage, 924. Uh, you know, up until the last game, those numbers were even better. But the Islanders, uh, where would they be right now without Simeon Varlamov and what he's added to this team? So those are the three stars, in my opinion, for the month of January. If you have any other players that you feel you'd like to nominate... Again, shoot us an email or uh, contact me on Twitter, and uh, we will certainly uh, listen to your opinion and certainly mention it on the air uh, tomorrow if there is 
something that you want to talk about as far as nominating a player for one of the players of the month, one of the three stars of January. We've got a lot more to talk about, a little more about COVID and how it may affect the Islanders going forward. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a little talk about the Islanders play in their own zone. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need at a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They got everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Islander fans, we're covering everything you need to know about the Isles, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Alright, so the Islanders they have been struggling a bit in their own zone. And that's been very apparent during this team's slump over the last five games. And, you know, Barry Trotz was to play strong hockey in their own zone and build from there out. And unfortunately, look, they gave up four goals on Sunday to Philadelphia, three goals Saturday, gave up nine goals in the two games against the Capitals. That is not Islanders hockey. And it's not just the number of goals. This team continues to really struggle in its own zone with turnovers, with sloppy play. Uh, A lot of the time, what we've seen is they'll manage to get the puck out of the zone and then turn it over at center ice in the neutral zone. And that never really, uh, never really is beneficial for this Islanders team. It just isn't typical Islanders hockey, and that's not what you want to see. And, you know, we talk about that, but, you know, we've had bad positioning, bad switches between players trying to cover people, giving the opponent way too much room, both in center ice and in the defensive zone. And it's not just on the defenseman. It has to do with the way the forwards are playing as well. So, uh, 
Andy Green at times, I, I mean, I like him. I like the veteran influence, but at times he's looked a little slow. And Noah Dobson, for all of his uh, good play in the offensive zone, he has had, and it's got to be expected when you're dealing with a younger player, he's had his moments of inconsistency in the defensive zone, and that's something that you've got to look at. And the big issue, and we spoke about this at the time of the Devon Taves trade and then after the Johnny Boychuk retirement, the big issue for the Islanders now is depth. And, you know, in the past, you had Noah Dobson and Andy Green as your seven and eight defensemen. And then obviously when Johnny Boychuk got hurt, you move him up to six and seven, but that was depth. Those were guys you could rely on. And right now, Sebastian Ajo is the only guy with with uh, a lot of NHL, well, not even a lot, but some NHL experience. And then, you know, Thomas Hickey is available theoretically, but you don't want to bring him up for salary cap reasons. So depth is all of a sudden an issue on defense for the Islanders. And look, last year you lost Adam Pellick midway through the season, and it hurt the Islanders. He was, you know, one of their top pair defensemen. This year, the depth just isn't there. And if somebody on the Islanders' blue line gets hurt, I am very concerned about what might happen with this team. And I, I think, you know, they in their own zone, it hasn't just been the young guys. Uh, obviously, we have seen... Uh, Leo Komarov struggle whenever he's been in the lineup with his play in his own zone. And, you know, it isn't just Uncle Leo, although some of his mistakes were glaring at times and, and more noticeable. But, you know, this team, to get back on track, really needs to get back to basics. And the old expression is, you keep it simple when things are not going well. Well, this Islanders team in their own zone right now needs to simplify things. You get back to basics. You go back to the things that make you successful. Uh, every team has their, you know, the thing they do best and the thing they fall back on. And for the Islanders, realistically, that's playing well in their own zone. So, while the third line is not settled yet, and the second line is missing Anthony Bevilier, the Islanders and Barry Trotz, they have this week off. You know, you have, uh, you last played Sunday. You don't play again until Saturday. It is time to use this week off, this unexpected week off, and really get back to basics, and just drill it in to the players. This is what we do. This is how we play. Uh, and and this is what we're, this is what we got to get back to. Because otherwise, if they don't do what they're supposed to do, what they do best, this team doesn't have the offensive firepower right now to win a lot of games 6-4. It, it, it just doesn't. Meanwhile, with regard to COVID, the Pittsburgh Penguins have placed defenseman John Marino 
on the COVID protocols list. Now, why am I talking about that? Because the Penguins are the Islanders' next opponent. Uh, they are the team the Islanders will face on Saturday, and you got to hope that that is an isolated situation that doesn't spread to the rest of the team. Meanwhile, the Sabres now have four players on the COVID list. Yesterday, they added Brandon Montour and Tobias Reeder to their COVID list. The Devils are up to 17 players on the COVID list. So, uh, look, the league is obviously trying very hard to get through this schedule and figure things out, but it will not be easy without a bubble uh, until the vaccines, you know, get into everybody uh, and really reduce the outbreaks. It is not going to be easy for the NHL to get through all these games because, as I've said before, you could do everything right and still not protect yourself 100%, especially when we're talking about some of these new strains of the COVID virus that seem to spread a lot easier. So hopefully the Islanders can keep themselves COVID free and uh, continue on their schedule with minimal interruptions. You know, you you miss two games, you get a, almost a week off. That can be beneficial. But the one thing you don't want to have happen is to get a whole bunch of players sick to play games shorthanded or to miss five, six games in a row. Hopefully the Islanders can avoid all of those potential scenarios. All right, when we come back, we've got our Islanders birthday of the day, and we will talk a little bit more about what the Islanders need to do to get back on track. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, the Super Bowl is coming this weekend, and that is the biggest betting event of the sports year and basically, there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on, a 50% welcome bonus. So if you put $100 into your account, they'll put $50 more in there absolutely free. And look, there are so many different ways to bet on the Super Bowl. You can bet on the coin flip, you could bet on who's going to win. You can bet on who'll score the first touchdown. Uh, There are so many different choices that you have. Who's going to be the MVP? Or maybe you want to take your harder knowledge of the New York Islanders and the NHL and put that to good use by betting on some games. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Islander fans, 2020 is mercifully over, and it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Okay, time for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and uh, today is the 52nd birthday to former Islanders winger Joe Sacco. Sacco originally drafted by the Maple Leafs back in 1987, 
uh, later played for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, as they were known back then, was traded to the Islanders midway through the 1997-98 season and then spent all of 1998-99 with the Isles before finishing his career with the Washington Capitals and Philadelphia Flyers. Sacco, more of a penalty killer and a defensive-oriented forward, but we're going to look back at one of his better games with the Isles, January 21st, 1999, at the old Igloo in Pittsburgh, Islanders and Penguins, Tommy Salo in between the pipes for the Islanders, Tom Barrasso in goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins got off to an early lead. Yuri Slager, his first of the season from Martin Straka and Yaramir Yager, just two minutes and 14 seconds into the game, one nothing deficit for the Isles early. But Claude Lapointe evened it up a little more than a minute later. Uh, his 10th from Ziggy Palfi at 3.32, it's all even at 1. The Penguins, however, got on the power play when Brian Smolinski was called for kneeing, and Alexei Kovalev scored his 12th from Martin Straka and Yaramir Yager after one period, 2-1, to one, Penguins. In the second period, though, the Islanders get back on board. Robert Reichel ties the game at 2, his 11th from Brian Smolinski and David Harlick at 3.26, and then... In the second period, with the Islanders shorthanded, Rob Reichel off for boarding. Joe Sacco gets a shorthanded goal, unassisted, his second of the year, and it is a 3-2 Islanders lead. Mark Lawrence gets a goal in the third period, his fifth from Claude Lapointe at 9:15, and then Claude Lapointe puts the icing on the cake, his second of the game, 11th of the year, Give the assist to Scott Lachance. That's an empty net goal. Islanders win it 5-2. to two. And uh, as far as our Islanders' birthday of the day is concerned, uh, he basically gets the game-winning goal. It was the shorthanded goal by Joe Sacco. He had three shots on goal in just 10 minutes and 36 seconds of ice time. Claude Lapointe, two goals and an assist. And yes, Zdeno Chara played in this game for the Islanders. He and Scott Lachance tied for the team lead with a plus four. Big Z playing 23 minutes and 25 seconds of ice time. 26 saves for Tommy Salo. But again, a very happy uh, birthday to our Islanders' birthday of the day. Joe Sacco, 52 years old today. And we wish him all the best uh, as uh, on this, his 52nd birthday. As far as the Islanders' power play is concerned, Barry Trotz basically telling the players he wants to see them shoot the puck more. And that is extremely important for the Islanders. And it's something that has plagued this team for a while as far as their hesitancy to shoot the puck. And on the power play, we have seen the Islanders work the perimeter and pass the puck around, and they're moving the puck better than they did a year ago when the power play also struggled, but they're still not taking those shots that we need to see from the New York Islanders on the power play. So Barry Trotz addressing the team, telling Newsday basically that he wants to see the Islanders shoot the puck more on the power play 
in order to get more goals. And you know what? Again, that is hockey 101, getting back to basics. And that's what you have to do when your team is struggling. So hopefully the Islanders are able to do that. They can fix this power play soon and get things back on track. That's going to do it for today's Locked On Islanders podcast. We'll talk more about this team and have a full preview of Saturday's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins on tomorrow's show. Stay safe, everybody. Have a great day. And of course, let's go Islanders.